Hello everyone! Welcome to a very weird uh, extra, Wonderful. I guess, uh, for Die Party Sin it is, for a, uh, which is a World of Darkness game. Uh, today we are creating a crew. Uh, well, sort of setting the ground, the foundation for our current crew, the actual rules. I, to it's, it's super. It's super weird, the, like the terminology behind this thing. But basically, uh, we are a bunch of senators, and we now have to make a quasi-religion to set our beliefs upon, so that we can get special powers. Yeah. yeah. Let me. Any other religion? Uh, so this is not really a, a die-fi a, a senators game. It's kind of we're going to be doing it out of character. With a little bit of in-character mm. stuff, maybe. I don't know. It might come up. Probably not, though. But let me go around and introduce everyone real quick before we get started. So, up first, we have uh, Brian, who will be playing Randolph if we ever have to play him. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, we have Frank playing Al- Alphonse Buford. I don't know about you two, but I'm going to be doing the Alphonse voice the entire time now. So, I actually uh, prefer that you talk bad. to me that voice. Mm-hmm. With, the, with the Alphonse? Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's that, that motorbike guy over at Steve's place now. Oh, uh, motherfucker. Yeah, I'll, I'll close. I mean, oops, no swearing. I'll close the... Uh, don't like, fucking button. swear. Fucking yeah. shit. Ass Sorry. Ass bitch. Tits. <laughs> Whore bums. Um, oh, you uh, think tits is a swear word? So, uh, uh, next <laughs> we have that? Steve. That was bitch tits be... as a whole. I'm going to mute every one of you, I swear to God. <laughs> Up next, we have Ray, uh, oh, Steve playing Root. Ru- <laughs> Steve is playing Ray. Hey, Steve. Hi, hi, Dave. I will be playing Richard. And, of course, we have a uh, uh, lovely, lovely, lovely Mr. Wreckage, who is also very busty playing the Game Master. Burnley. That was your suggestion. Either we get a DM with double D tits or no DM at all. <laughs> oh. yeah, no. So I had to get these. The last, I had to get these gluons. The ones only had C's. Gluons. Get, get the, the implants. Get Glu- the implants, yeah, man. Know, Where's right? the commitment? I can't afford implants. What are you crazy? Where's the commitment? Well, you don't have to buy them. Just go steal them. <laughs> if someone else that has them. Just go find. Go find some cheap dentist to stick them in. It'll be fine. Rob a little, <laughs> rob, getting, rob a little old lady of my fake tits. What? I... <laughs> well, technically, isn't that what fake boobs are? They're crowns for your chest. Uh, you know what? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah, dropping I'm, knowledge I'm, bombs up in here. <laughs> this is this is a great start. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, basically, what we're gonna last time we played Cineers, which was a long time ago, we left off with mm. the, Can you not uh, be so passive aggressive about that. Uh, no, actually, fuck you for not coming that one Saturday. Um, also, I fuck you, Saturday. Brian, for not coming the other Saturday. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck Brian. Brian. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, last time we played, we left off. Uh, everyone had been drinking all day when they discovered that there is, when they learned more about an incredibly evil Sin Eater who has apparently made a declaration of war against the entire... Um, New or- City of New Orleans, uh, supernaturals and mortals alike. Uh, upon this revelation, Ray has informed the rest of the crew a bit more about his past and the fact that 
he's bringing them together and teaching them specifically to prepare them for whatever this guy's doing so that they don't die. Um, and as part of that, it's time now for them to, to over drinks, discuss their crew. They're going to do the crew binding ceremony. And that means they have to invent an ethos for their crew, create sins and duties for that crew. Duties. And as a result, they will gain supernatural boons if they follow the rules they establish for themselves from right. their, no, their own No fun. Gods. You're not allowed to have fun at all. You're not allowed to have any fun. Unless it's chemical-based. No, no drugs or alcohol. Damn. Uh, everyone has what, if you have, what if it's like chemo? Every, they can't ever take thing. your underwear off. <laughs> I have cancer, guys. Nope, no drugs. Are no, no drugs. <laughs> um, you have to give actually, all your possessions are... to Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> but you can't join Scientology. No, you can't. You <laughs> Number can one. Up. There are no rules. Need to get Number our, two. <laughs> no need to get levels or whatever it's called. Thaleron. Charlize Thaleron levels. I will, get, I will gain levels in that. Where do I sign up? Um... Just give me twenty grand. You gotta go yeah, talk man. to Voldemort Putin. I'm over a white. I'm a right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never heard that one. All yet. right. Um, can the people who aren't already in Roll Twenty please join Roll Twenty? It will actually. Oh, oh fucking hey. It'll actually be used today. I'm sorry. For the first time in what? Die Party history, we will be using Roll Twenty. Wait, what? I don't even have an account for Roll Twenty. How can I join? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is this paid or it's a paid endorsement? Actually, it uh, is paid. You have to you mail you mail checks to my address. Listen, oh, if you guys aren't already drinking, just start. This is um. I'm on my second bummer. This is beer. If it wasn't a Wednesday, I would have. We must embody our characters. I'm a piece of shit, and I hate I've... my cows. I'm already drinking. Yo, I've if we're embodying our characters, times. this is gonna go poorly. <laughs> oh, um, I know, right? We uh. <sighs> So what's happening here is our, the characters are drinking and talking over the evening about what their crew is going to be. Out of character, we're going to abstract that conversation by having... We'll be drinking and talking about the, what our crew is going to be. Uh, we're going to talk about what the crew is going to be, but we're going to do it in the same way that you might do a character creation session. We're just going to be talking about rules, and we're going to be talking about ideas back and forth in the same way that you might talk about ideas in a fiasco game. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sounds dumb, actually. By the way, that last fiasco game was enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you should go watch it. It's up on YouTube. Hand to hint. Nudge, but nudge. Someone on YouTube commented that we should do more of them. Yeah. Well, I guess we will then, because we have to listen Are to that you guy. Threatening me? No. <laughs> I <laughs> guess we will. Yeah. Steve's character's dead. Boom. Let's go play. No. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so the first thing that we need to talk about, um, the very top, because everything else is built up upon this, um, we need to figure out what the crew's ethos is going to be. Okay. Lawful, neutral, herp, herp. No, chaotic, good. Uh, <laughs> Stick with the heart of God. So uh, we're going to give a couple examples of other crew ethoses. So that we have a better idea, both the audience and the players, what an ethos even is. Um, an ethos is a mythology or a uh, ideology for your quasi-religion, that is your crew. 
that's a lot of stupid and bullshit words, but essentially what it means is um, you can have a crew whose whose ethos is as Dave is showing on the stream, Adventure Time. Um, mm. You could have a crew that had that theme and that sort of ideology and that ethos. Yes, um, where everyone is made out of candy, and it's okay to kill them if they're made out of candy. But uh, only if they're you, made out of candy. But only uh, if you, you eat them. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't kill them to stick them on your wall. That's weird. Yeah. you got to uh, use the whole animal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, exactly. <laughs> Rap, Even rapper, the stick, <laughs> soggy, soggy stick and all. Uh, previous crews have had motifs like ancient Egyptian in which they essentially just their crew's quasi-religion is the religion of ancient Egypt their fake gods become Anubis and Ra and that's where their supernatural boons come from fight the power other people might do uh, (laughs) other people might do you know Celtic mythology Eastern European mythology voodoo is a common one among um, senior groups, especially, there's a lot of voodoo uh, uh, crew ethos. Um, Does religion? I have a question for you. Is the stuff that that senators do? I assume that you know senators are pretty. Like, are senators rare uh, compared to the general population? Compared to most supernaturals. Compared to most supernaturals, no, they're not the the most rare supernatural. But they are fairly common? Um, I think they're... Uh, How many seniors would you say are in New Orleans right now? Like 50? So what I'm, what I'm trying to work out is... Um, is, like, the religious stuff that people sort of see and the religious stuff that normally happens... Like, for example, you bring up voodoo. Is voodoo only a thing because seniors exist? No. Yeah. Um, voodoo is a real thing that occurs independently of, uh... Okay, so it's not like the general populations are only noticing these religious things happening because senators are doing ceremonies that are senator ceremonies. In the world of darkness, it's quite likely that several religions have their basis in supernatural things that happened. Um, but it's not down to sin eaters. And the reason why, and for sin eaters, it's the exact opposite. For sin eaters, you choose your ethos and your mythology based on things that people already believe because that gives it power. Okay. So you aren't the genesis point. You actually take the power from the fact that it is already a cultural thing. You can, you do, um, sort of day of the dead as a uh, as an ethos as a theme because there's already an entire culture that believes that and so you can take that as your own put your own soul into it make your own changes so that it conforms to you and it becomes your own personal uh faith that gives you power all right makes um, sense I, I just wanted to confirm it's not like a, a thing where like people believe you know Satanism's a thing because sin eaters are running around being like blah, 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 or, or actually whatever. the devil. Uh, in the yeah. world of darkness, uh, Satanism is a thing because Satan is a thing. I get but, that. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he is kind of whatever. He Let's goes, not get into by that. Stan. Um, it's a very edgy '90s Lucifer that we deal with <laughs> in the helps, world of darkness. He helps. He oh, helps. The, the, the Neil Gaiman Sandman Lucifer. Um, He's little Mickey so, Lucifer, basically. Uh, so uh, oh we uh, mind, some other examples know. of crew ethos. Um, I've said this already to the players, but for the audience's benefit, uh, last time when we were at the Flesh Feast, 
we uh, we learned about a crew called the Cabinet of Dr. Caligari who were hosting the Flesh Feast, and their crew's ethos is uh, classic black and white movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they that's what they that's sort of the theme, the motif for their religion, their quasi religion that gives them power, and they're a bon vivant crew. They they their basis is in the consumption of media and an enjoyment of life. Uh, and all of the things that they do as a city to revolve around that goal. And that sort of ethos is what gave them the ability to have a plasm fountain that was uh, displayed in that episode because it's a party favor. And a lot of the powers that they get from their ethos are actually party favors or ways to have parties or make parties safe um, is the, is uh what kind of benefit they got from that ethos. Magical ball of condoms. Another crew that operated in... Uh, another crew that... Uh, stuck together and gross. Another crew that has been mentioned... <laughs> together, folks. Another crew that has been mentioned in the game uh, is the Mercenaries. Uh, they were briefly mentioned, and they may come up again, but their ethos uh, was to uh, sell their talents for profit. Um they were they worship the gods of of sort of money, um, and a lot of their rules. So you're you're saying that they get superpowers whenever they're hired to do dirty work. They a lot of their rules and sins were like you can't turn down a job that's good paying, like you can't. That's a sin. Um, uh, and you know one of their duties was you know always do what you need to do to now, get the job done that you were hired for. If if if. That seems like that would be very easy to manipulate that crew then. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps a ton of money. But they all they care about, because they all agreed, they all signed up to it, all they cared about was gaining for their talents. So they is it is it is it common is it is it a common like thing to like learn about the ethos of a crew in order to manipulate them? Uh we're actually gonna get into that a little bit, but yeah, knowing a lot about the it, knowing the rules of another senator's religion can be used against them. Is it um, something that a crew would try to keep secret yeah. from other crews? Like, we don't especially really want to talk about our ethos. I mean, especially because it's supernatural. It's like in this, in the real world, you can't really use a religion against somebody because, oh, what are you going to do? Put on bacon armor for a Jew? And then, right, like, right. Ah, can't, can't touch you. me. Can't touch <laughs> you. Yeah. You're not kosher. Uh, yeah. But. But if you had a Sin Eater ethos that said no bacon and you threw bacon at a Sin Eater, <laughs> you'd actually supernaturally hurt them in some way. So, yeah, <laughs> it is wow. something that All you right. want to keep secret. Okay. Next, there's, Guys, a, there's a ghost in Arbitron. say no to bacon. Always say yes to bacon because you never know when someone might throw it at you. So, um, and, uh, so yeah, and they got powers that were based – They the mercenary group – you wouldn't know this in character, obviously, but in the mercenary group, one of the special powers that they got from their ethos was a supernatural ceremony that anybody could do to like get in contact with them to hire them for a job. Uh, like in that case of the bacon one, it'd be like you can make Damn, other I things. Actually, like- I was actually leaning towards like an A-team type ethos, but that pretty much stole the wind out of that, those sails. Mm. Well, they're bad guys, though, the mercenaries. I mean, they do any job for money. The A-team... You know, the A-team was always helping good guys against bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. They weren't really mercenaries. And they like, never missed a shot. They never missed a shot, and there was also mm-hmm. never any blood. So, like, mm-hmm. one of their one of their sins would be hurt somebody and cause them to... <laughs> yeah, one of their sins would be, like, break a PG rating. 
Uh, we, we could be the group of senators that go around spoiling movies for people. Okay, supernatural Ooh. powers. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Yeah, one of the supernatural <laughs> supernatural powers we get is to like learn about the ending of a movie without actually watching it. <laughs> so one of the reasons I've asked you all to to um uh come into uh roll twenty because um, we're randomly deciding that right now. Let's go. Uh, no. Uh, roll on this table. Roll. <laughs> Frank oh, crap, is not allowed to roll. Cody. Shit. Is uh, because one of the things that comes with designing an ethos is you also design a symbol for your crew. Oh, yeah, I got this. Dick butt. I got this. this. <laughs> Who said dick butt? Who beat me to it by two you seconds? It. Everybody yeah. wants dick butt. You're not You're allowed so to have me. What? Why? Stop. Dave. 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 Why? Dave, don't you Dave, do it. Dave, 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 you love me, Dave? Dick butt, dick butt, dick butt. Oh, oh it's gone. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> Why is it gone? Who knows? I'm Magic. watching it happen in real time. Oh. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I, I get to watch. There it is. Now there's the replay. Oh, it's so Yep, great. the replay. Makes me happy. Oh. All right, so, um, and that's something we need. So another crew that you guys know about is the Guardians who were briefly mentioned, somehow related to this whole metaplot. And this Sin Eater that you're fighting against uh, keeps having this symbol, as that we see up right now, involved in his ceremonies. Now, one of the things that being a member of a crew will let you do is putting your symbol into your ceremony in some way will make your ceremony more powerful and make it more likely to succeed and lets you start to modify it based on um, your ethos. Uh, ha- knowledge of that symbol, however, is actually kind of um, dangerous. If somebody else who wants to be after you knows your symbol, they have power over you in the same way that some mythologies say, like speaking a witch's name gives you power over them. Mm. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so the fact that the the bad guy you're fighting invokes a symbol to improve his ceremonies all the time and doesn't care that you find it and know it means that he must not be afraid of those sorts of repercussions. However, you guys will have a symbol and you can use them to modify your ceremonies, but you would want to be very careful about other people not learning that symbol. Can they, like, for example, if now that we know this guy's symbol, can we do ceremonies with his symbol and then have it a... do positive and negative effects based on whatever No, you don't belong to his So you have to belong to the crew in order to get the bonus? Okay. So this this is this points something else out. You guys are going to be founding members of this crew. And that gives you special powers. But if along the way, you know, someone had to stop playing, let's say out of character, uh, and we bring somebody else in or somebody else joins, um, you would do the crew binding ceremony again with just them to bring them in as a member they wouldn't be a founding member but you have to do the ceremony again for them to get the supernatural powers and for them to be beholden to the sins and duties of your crew uh and they also wouldn't be a founding member so they wouldn't get as many benefits um, yeah they didn't get the fucking members jacket yeah they don't get the uh (laughs) because nothing says hot tropical climate like a windbreaker yeah. <laughs> Made out of uh, they—they they don't get leather. the gold pen when they retire. I'd say leather or polyester, whatever it doesn't breathe. 
What about a, what about a mixture of the two? So like maybe like the shoulders and. Ooh, the you can layer them. Yeah. Lay bottom layer, leather top layer, polyester, just for that 100% wind blocking. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> we do actually need to make progress on this. Does anybody have any uh, ideas around the table drinking that night? What sorts of ethoses your characters would suggest and bring up and work? Uh, the first one Richard would bring up would be like uh, something to do with the law and attaining to the law. But um, it's since it's the law, since he's starting to get into the law of the underworld, it's kind of up for grabs what law references. If that makes any well, sense. So on that note, Dave, I kind of had a little idea. And also because I really uh, like the Geist that your character has. Mm. And, I, you know, we, we've sort of been viewing him as almost sort of like an old Roman, you know, guy or whatever. Uh, yeah. You know, or Greek or, you know, however, uh, however you want to say it. So why not sort of head towards that mythology? I mean, you know, Greeks are credited with really even inventing law as we know it, right? I'm, I'm okay with that. I mean, that that's just something that I've been thinking of since we started talking like, like a couple hours Roman, ago. Like Greek-Romanesque? Yeah, something it, like what? that, you know? Okay. Take, sort of take on that idea. Uh, and, like, for my character, it makes sense because he likes to sort of steal and sell things that he passes off as things from antiquity, and he likes old shit. Okay. Um, my guy, or I guess I, my uh, yeah, my guy is less worried about antiquity and old. He's more worried about, I guess, like what was that they called the Reaper? Like worried about like kind of fixing stuff, making like, fixing what's broken, writing the wrongs, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which, if we're gonna do the that ties in with the law thing, I think a lot more than it ties in with the Roman or Greek thing. Sure. So. So yeah. So there are again, and there are those two camps essentially. There are the people mm-hmm. who have sort of abstract concepts as ethos the mercenaries the guardians yeah um and then there are people who take mythologies and uh media and turn that into an ethos like the cabinet of dr caligari or the ancient egyptian crew um and the ancient egyptian crew is just as capable of having say your mission statement of stopping that bad guy but Mm -hmm. Um, you could easily also do something like we're the protectors or whatever and we protect people and that's why we're going after a bad guy. Or as as Dave's character was sort of going at, you know, we're the law enforcement and we're going to stop this guy because he's breaking, uh, you know, human and supernatural laws. Um, and okay. that's, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not so much like a... In, I don't know. I don't think he. I don't. He doesn't seem so as like a fucking paladin or anything like that. I mean, it's more How about like an arbiter or an enforcer. The arbiters. Yeah, my guy definitely doesn't see himself as like defender of the innocent. Just like, like hey, you don't 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 be a dick, or I'm gonna fuck with you. But the law, the it's laws kinda... that I sort of um, see in from like Roman times or whatever, they're more like. Like for some reason, I keep thinking about like don't be, little boys, don't be slaves on Tuesdays, stuff like that. <laughs> no, like like 
like so. you know the, the glatorial arena and stuff like that where it's like yeah the glatorial arena <laughs> yeah uh, the gladiatorial arena. Duh. how would you wait okay. what kind of you <laughs> i heard glatorial <laughs> arena and i was like yeah. i mean yeah, I he's just hearing that. what he wants to hear right now what i mean but it, it really is a fantastic arena i highly recommend it <laughs> it takes, takes a while to find it arena. once you got it you're in. yeah once you once you find it it's it's pretty great ah fuck all Sorry. of Graham's exactly. rule su- suggestions are great. Oh, they're fantastic. No part of the mission is clothing optional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I feel like all of these rules are being written for one guy. Yeah. Just Ray. Yeah. Ray's like, all right, everyone's naked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do not have to go to the bathroom in groups. Yeah. But I think we can if we want to, though, right? Uh, I'm sure. Hey, uh, the buddy system is in effect. So, Steve, (laughs) what sort of ethos is Ray going to bring to the table? What is he going to suggest specifically? Ray's thing has always been pragmatism. Um, Mm. Interesting. That actually fits a lot of the Roman government officials. But I don't know. Personally, I'm not so married to the whole Roman Greek mythology idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's just tossed out. Character-wise. Tossing out ideas. Yeah. Um... I was thinking, yeah, the stuff I was thinking of was more along the lines of, like, daytime television, like A-Team a- or MacGyver or stuff like that, but that doesn't really... That's a that's either a really awesome or a really shitty... What, what is the thing of MacGyver? Do you do what you can to make something awesome? Well, no, he he worked for, like, a government so, a peaceful government agency. That, but, oh, I don't remember the story of MacGyver. The thing, the thing like, that comes up when I think of your character, Ray, is, you know how you got busted for vampire shit or like uncovering like supernatural stuff yeah what if we make that a charter or whatever like uh uncovering the truth or not so much uncovering the truth but like just sort of bringing it to light and making people aware of it because part of the issue that we have with this big bad is that we have to like he's gonna kill everyone or whatever right so what if we make it aware that we we tell the world of the mortals what's actually happening. Is there a gameplay or mechanics wise wreck? I know most of the world of darkness stuff have pretty big rules against letting the normal world know that there's supernatural stuff. Is that in Geist? So basically, oh. Geists have no uh, internal mechanism for. There's no none of the Geists or Geist people care if supernatural stuff gets out. They have no horse in that race. Um, Ray, however, has firsthand experience that there are incredibly powerful entities that have a horse in that race. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so if Richard, say, brings up, why don't we make it all about exposing these to the real world, Ray... um, Be triggered. Ray would would be able to (laughs) say, like, that's an option, but you have to understand that we're making incredibly powerful enemies. If we yeah, do we're that. gonna last about a week before um, we get ripped apart and have our blood drained, and then yeah, like yeah, your business is gonna be rent into the ground, and I need mm-hmm. loved ones will be just shamed. And if that funny. would yeah, Ray could also be like, is it gonna be incredibly dangerous for our loved ones if that's our mission statement? Um, Maybe we'll uh, be like, we don't love anybody. Well, there's a, there'd be a way to do it without exposing yourself as well. No, they will know. Don't, like I don't want to spoil it and say who it is, but they will know. Don't worry about it. So, Steve, out of there's no winning. There's no winning with, with vampires. 
I mean, it's not just it's vampires. Chuck Norris. Yeah, it's Chuck but, Norris. You know, mages. We can't. We can't. We but can't. Taylor. So basically, out of character, <laughs> things you guys wouldn't know in character, and I'll just go over this. There's sort of a hierarchy. The first people whose toes you'll step on if you try and reveal supernatural stuff, you'll step on the toes of local vampires who are trying to maintain something called the masquerade, which is the name for mortals don't know about supernatural things. It's their name for it. It's their word, and you're not allowed to use it. Um, <laughs> Unless you we have to say it's the M word. The M word. Yeah. The now, M -word. <laughs> now, let's say you. Uh, let's say you beat them, right? Let's say you somehow manage to not have any worries about the local vampires. You overcome them. The next entity you'll have is sort of the alliance of vampires as a whole which is non-local and is actually like global you'll be up against them and let's say you manage to handle those guys or <laughs> i don't know how you, i don't know really, how you're gonna manage to handle I'm those really guys. charismatic guys i'm awesome but let's My say you're so, cool. so good at revealing secrets that the local vampires can't stop you and the global vampires can't stop you then the next people whose toes you'll step on is mages who can change reality. And they will stop you. <laughs> and they will make you so you never existed. Yeah. What about, Basically. But what if, we, what if we trick them into thinking we don't exist? Now, mages may time. or may not exist in my setting. <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't even know. Yeah. Um, Go back in time, pull ourselves out of the past, and just put us hide in the future. That's what they would do to us, essentially. Um, yeah, we'd be safe then. And our secrets would be known. We would reap the benefits in the future and not have to worry about the past. Yeah, let's rape the benefits. I said I reap heard. the benefits. Jesus uh, I, I, I heard you say reap. I just was However, to make it appropriate. They might very well come back with, well, we don't necessarily have to expose the truth, but we could be about learning as much of the truth as possible. We could be, you know, the investor. To keep people safe. So, like, we won't tell them, hey... Vampires are going to attack, but it's like, hey, don't come in this area because of shit. Yeah. And when like really vampires are planning like a blood orgy there. Yeah. Just Wait, like, can I discover that there's going to be a blood orgy. We now are required by our ethos to not let – to warn some humans away from the blood orgy. Hey, do you so guys like I, orgies? I, don't go to this one. Can I submit that we actually have to use Graham's rule number 15? Even if a member is Orthodox <laughs> Jewish, all members will check other members' pulse before trying to bury them. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't get that joke. I don't get what? that joke either. Is that Jesus? That like, that's a, that's a joke about Orthodox Judaism, but I don't actually know what the joke is. Graham, could you please explain that joke? <laughs> Elaborate <laughs> for us, Mr. Gray. Judaize us. We're going to have to wait on that because he's, 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 he's 30 seconds in the All right, in the so is there any other ideas, guys? I mean, because I'm trying to think of, like, lawful oh. stuff here. but like, So we've heard stuff like the Arbiters, which would be the lawful one, the Investigators, which would I be... I mean, that's pretty cool. I like the whole Arbiter thing. That's pretty the, cool. In, the, the Inquisitive Arbiters. We're curious about stuff. I kinda, yeah, I kind of like... I, I'm, I'm, that fits my character. Let's just be well, the Judge Dreads and do whatever the fuck Judge Dread. But, awesome. Although the flip side, I really like the idea of like let's investigate, figure out what sort of kind of world we've been in, what sort of world we ended up so in. So that's the other thing. Like, if you want to get on Richard's good side for whatever reason, fuck Richard. Um, the other thing that he's really interested in learning about is the laws the of the underworld. So like, 
if if we were to start investigating like you know the the top level of the underworld or if we were to make make a decision that we wanted to own a gate or something like that that would be fucking sweet i'd be totally down with that shit look you guys could have the we could be like gatekeepers you know we we find a gate we bought we we control who comes and who uh. goes that'd be cool i'd do that I, you know i kind of yeah i like i like that i like the idea of there's something that we do more than something that we are i guess something that like i, I guess i like the idea less of like we're Roman or we're Egyptian or we're Eastern like Texan versus more. <laughs> we are um, well, Eastern Texan, Texan just so we could kill everybody that looks at us funny. You guys uh, could have a magnifying glass for your symbol. Ooh, that's burn ants. really gay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I forgot that Steve doesn't like happiness. Uh, but, yeah, I don't. So, um, I like the idea. I really like the idea of us, like the protectors of like this gate thing, or like we're the ones who decide how this object gets used or whatnot. But I don't. And, <laughs> did you just do a friend find, case And we guys? find dangerous <laughs> artifacts and put them in a warehouse. Warehouse um, thirteen. I don't know. It's just like an idea. <laughs> so yeah. the the guardians, for example, um, they were expressly their job was to protect. Uh, the immortal world from the supernatural world, the guardians of the mortal world. And they went around solving mysteries and stuff with the express purpose of like, this is a threat to mortals. So we're, that's why we're involved. And they got super powerful. And so they started to only be dealing with like existential threats to mortals. Um, and they stopped Taxes. dealing with local level, uh, ghost stuff. It's just be the new guardians. Just, just take over. Um, yeah. Guardians of the cul-de-sac. We can be a franchise. We have to sell out as guardians of possible. the <laughs> ghost <laughs> galaxy. We did it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I feel like we're gonna have to like pay money for that or something. But, <laughs> Royalties. Yeah. So the rights to the use the name. The rights to use a twi- a changed name. Well, so, like, so again, going with the pragmatism. Um, yeah, like Ray would, is very pragmatic, very big picture. And this is kind of what we're going for. We're going for the big picture of mortals versus the supernatural and, and how we help out mortals deal mm-hmm. with the supernatural. Because the supernatural can wipe out mortals easy peasy. Um, the flip side, mortals have like nukes and phosphorus grenades. Oh, yeah. So the, the reason vampires, like, not to detract too yeah. much, but the reason vampires want to stay a secret is because if mortals knew about vampires, they can wipe out vampires so quickly. They like, vampires okay. would be fucked. See, yeah. this is the here's this the great the check thing. In the, check in the balance. Mortals have thermal imaging cameras now, which they didn't in the past, and vampires don't have a body heat. Um, so you could, if the if the system learned about vampires and wanted to like completely genocide them, you could install thermal cameras in all the major cities. And target vampires so easily that they wouldn't stand a chance. They'd all be dead. Mm-hmm. They'd have no way to blend in. And only a few vampires who are capable of like living in the woods would survive. Um, and there are very feed off animals and just be urban legends. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. And even okay. then, you'd you, like as soon as they heard, oh, there's a whole group of vampires that are now living in the forest. They'd be out there with thermal imaging cameras and like drones and shit, and the vampires mm-hmm. would be fucked. Yeah. Um, technology, woo, fuck magic. Technology is better. <laughs> so <laughs> why, why? Unless, unless you're a mage, 
then like a certain level, you know. Even mages would be fucked if the entire oh, yeah. planet. If they knew about paradoxes. Oh yeah, like oh your magic, I don't believe in it. Oh look, it it went away. <laughs> Yeah, so even mages aren't capable of, like, beating humanity in open war because it would involve using magic against humanity on an open war scale. That which would be a massive faggot, but that's also the same. I think J.K. Rowling said the same thing about Harry, uh, the Hogwarts wizards. Harry, like, Harry Roger. Yeah, like, they had the same masquerade for the same reason. Like, if humans knew about wizards, mm-hmm. they'd just come out and be like, you're dead. Witch burning for in everybody. In fucking Harry Potter, they can't, they don't even have a defense against bullets. Should we bring this back to Geist? Yeah, shut the not fuck. To cut you guys off, but you know what, you Frank? Off. You know what, Frank? Yeah, what? Have fun here, okay? Well, and if too you fucking get bad. We haven't even decided on the theme yet, and we're like an hour into this bitch. How about our ethos yeah. is that uh, we only have sex the same gender, and we call it a day? <laughs> <laughs> we're the socially progressive city. What if I told you that Richard was female? I'm going to be doing a lot of sinning. Guys, just word of warning, if that's the case. <laughs> Sin eaters are not tax exempt. <laughs> um, all right, so so do you got, what do you, you guys prefer the idea of, like, we don't really have anything to guard right now. Well, other... Steve Steve was going, he sort of trailed off. Steve, you, were, you had a thought there that you were going to, and then based on pragmatism, off. and then you were talking about the masquerade, and then we derailed. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just... No, like I, I feel like we should just rip off what the Guardians were doing. They just really just focus on protecting mortals from the supernatural, and that involves investigating the truth and protecting and arbiting and all that bullshit. Because that's the big picture, you know. Right. Yeah. I kind of. I also think the more we learn about stuff going on, the more we're going to see shit that's broken, and that's kind of where I think the arbiting and fixing it comes in. Yeah. Oh, sure. So. So. I, it seems like you guys are largely uh, in agreement. But like, how do you encompass that as a single ethos? Because that's so, like very widespread. Dick butt. Do you got so so? What I'm sort of hearing some up. yeses to right now is uh, I'll just write these out. Um, I'm uh, the investigators is still up there, <laughs> and that is basically inve- investigating with the point and purpose of learning enough to protect mortals. Um, you could be. The Guardians 2, or you could be uh, some other name like the Protectors, maybe. Guardians 2. Return uh, of... G-U-2-R-D-N-S. Oh, yes, that's it. That's three it right gar- there. Three Guardians, five me. <laughs> Six Eva. <laughs> so, um, and the Arbiters was also kind of not like uh, thrown out. Now... Just to give you some... So if you no one liked my idea of guarding a gate or whatever? Well, I, I like that That's idea a lot, specific. but yeah. we have a gate to guard. Well, we can get one pretty easily. I mean, it's, it's, it's also super right specific. Ceremony. It's like, oh, we're gate guardians. Why are we involved in anything else? I know. Does it, could, does it have we got to a gate, like, and they're going to blow it up. And we're like, no. Uh, no, no don't. That. Don't blow up gates. The, uh, so just to, just to clarify... Um, if you went with something like the investigators or the protectors, uh, your ethos would be things like famous investigators or famous methodologies of investigation. If someone wanted to change their geist, hmm. their geist could take on the persona of Sherlock Holmes or, um, you know, other, uh, the, you know, uh, was what's the fucking 
Uh, Watson, Moriarty, Dick Tracy. Um, uh, that's a good one, Dick Tracy. Columbo. What's the girl How one? Agatha Christie. We, um, we, oh. we do more Murder like a Texas Rangers, Texas Rangers thing. And just I get to be Walker. Like the Marshals. Yeah, we can just marshal the law and be like, okay. you know. Uh, and you're, uh, if you did the Protectors, similarly, your ethos could be things like, you know, Knights in Shining Armor. Other famous Protectors. the fuck out of this, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, um, you could even have a Geist who is a shield. Um, wow. You would, I would kill you and take you as a death mask. Well, okay, but again, if anybody's <laughs> taking the option of remolding their Geist, which is on the table, you still get to choose what it is, um, as long as it fits with the ethos. <laughs> no, no, we're all going to choose for you, so your Geist is going to be a big floppy dildo with a smiley face painted on the base. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have um, fun here. With <laughs> With yeah. like an eyeball painted on each testicle. Well, the thing is that you want to like... you see with. <laughs> yeah. You got to give someone something to focus on when they're getting smacked with it, too. Oh, so. God. Yeah. Just follow um, the eye. What? Slaps ow. <laughs> my eyes. As someone had an eye exam recently, it's kind of realistic. <sighs> did, did the doctor whip out the dildo until you... Okay, yeah. It? I was like phrasing, <laughs> but... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, phrasing. Phrasing. So, I my hands have not left my face in the past five minutes, guys. Oh, poor so dude! Wipe kids. your fingers off. That's gross. You get <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Rule number twenty-one: When Richard has an idea, no making the he's drunk motion behind his back. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Can yeah. never follow that um, rule. He will always be drunk from this time forward, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> Like, fuck yeah, what is it? Alright, so the only things we've got is, like, helping humanity. Okay, that's, okay, that's it. That, that's all we've got, That's right? something we, we're all agreeing on. We want to. We actually want to do, like, well, yeah, stuff. We you have narrowed it down. You're not doing any sort of mythology or media or legends or a particular already existing religion. You want to do a sort of mission statement ethos. And you have a few up there that you, you've all sort of generally agreed on. Um, is that does it, that I mean okay it makes sense from like maybe my character and maybe Ray's but I I tend to think that the other two characters um, Randolph and Alphonse they're a bit more selfish. My guy is like, he's he just doesn't give a fuck about I guess okay my guy is not so much worried about society's laws he's more worried about like just you know do good by people don't be a raging dick. If someone wants to sell you something to fell off a truck, no one's really getting hurt too bad. That's not a bad thing. But if I someone's mean, like, stabbed, you, you specifically you deal it. with guns. I mean, isn't that like the opposite of what that is? I would think if it, you're including um, Alphonse and Ray, or not Alphonse and Ray, Alphonse and Randolph into the equation, then if you're just looking at Richard and Ray, the marshals, the arbiters, the, those make sense. If you're including Alphonse and Randolph, it's more likely that they're going to be interested in the investigators one or the protectors one. Yeah, like vigilante. Investigating the supernatural, learning all you can about it, there's paths to self-benefit um, through there as well. There, those are things that people who have occasionally found themselves on the wrong side of the law are still interested in. So what does the investigators the actually cover? Uh, some sort of like 
our job is to learn everything we can about the supernatural. You know, something, a very vague mission statement. And then when things will really hit the, um, the grindstone is when we come up next and we're going to do the sins and the duties. And that'll... So your, your ethos is a vague sort of the religion as a whole. You know, it, Christianity is forgiveness. <laughs> Like, that's the ethos of Christianity. Oh, okay. And hating everyone that's not waspy. Then the rules themselves are something that we will now go into discussing. Well, is, is something like, like, is coexistence something that we could pick? As in the coexistence uh-huh. between supernaturals and mortals? Well, Maintain super- status quo kind of deal? Supernaturals in, in general. I mean, like... Right now, the the thing that's uh, that's the biggest threat is the is the threat to coexistence, right? Because not only is this big threat going to wipe off a, a a city, but it's also going to alert everyone else the existence of the supernatural, right? That and coexistence means you know, hey, dealing with people that threaten that th- threaten the status quo. That they're like, hey, if someone's going around stabbing people, you remove that person. It's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the whole like you can't have good without evil sort of thing, right? You can't. We maintain, you, we maintain the balance. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There you go. We're the balance people. We're the balance balanceers. The balance beams. I mean, the balance guitars. <laughs> the balance guitars. We're, 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 we're the ballerinas. We're guys druids, and that's all it is to it. We're just. You know, I'm actually, honestly, if you remove all the nature garbage from the druid thing, I kind of think that fits it pretty well. Oh, I know. I play druids all the time, and Spencer's yeah. rolling his eyes because I made this analogy, but it's true, and you know it. It's the it's the lamest analogy ever, because druids yeah. as a class are dumb. Apologies, but they are. But that said, I think that fits us. Yeah. They maintain the balance. It's all about nature and maintaining... I mean, that... that okay, so that does... big picture stuff. That does a lot of things. I mean... It allows Richard to investigate stuff to learn about what the balance should be. It gives mm-hmm. Alphonse and Randolph a, a way to sort of profit. You you fucked you fucked our balance. We'll fuck you. So as well. that so what sort of ethos is that? Because honestly, the arbiters that that still works for that sort okay, of thing. Well, yeah. elaborate on okay. the arbiters for me. Well, so an arbiter is. Uh, uh, they're a um, impartial judge, is what an arbiter is. Um, but the sort of uh, they're like a neutral paladin, which is why I even said arbiters because yeah, paladins uh, are generally associated with good, and no one wants to be good. The, the sort of the sort of symbology that you would be going for when it comes, the sort of ethos would be things like the scales of justice, lady justice, you know, those things that mean balance. Um, right. Like the scales of justice are probably the most. Uh, uh, recognizable symbol of balance that I could, that I could think of. Um, uh, any other any other symbols of balance? No, that, that's all that comes to mind. Like a yin yang type thing. Yin, yeah, yin yang's yin another yang. one. So you could Scary. go yin yangers. Yeah, <laughs> yangers. Um, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but the flip side, the flip side, the one thing I'm thinking: if we're doing this balance thing, is it going to be balanced through law or balanced through like? The big picture. Well, even arbiters aren't necessarily like you can get arbitration on 
Um, technically. Yeah, technically yeah. an arbiter is anybody who is in an impar- – like a referee is technically an arbiter. So, yeah, I think of, like when people are getting a divorce or something, they usually they want to have their lawyers and an arbiter in the room as well because they're an yeah. impartial third party. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like the arbiters. Uh, you know, I, I like the idea, but character-wise, that's kind of the opposite of my geist. Like yeah, you guys. can't be impartial. Apparently, my, yeah, my my guy was like a partial arbitrator. Is the is a pretty good yeah. way to describe it. Like he uh, he was the thumb on the scales of justice. Like it's like, hey, he's he's working in the law, but he's not exactly doing it by the book or the way that people think it yes. should be done. Well, Abba think about the book either, right? Um, they they follow their own set. It is kind of like Judge Dredd in a way. Okay, so yeah. he was a bit of. So you're saying your guy is a bit of a vigilante. Um, I'm saying, okay, you think of like... Did the, your Geist have a sense of personal morals and justice, or was it just... Yes. Yes. And, and, and I that... I can pull up this thing right here. He had, he had a sense of morals and justice, but he started out crooked as hell, and he came to his sense <clears> after <throat> he died. So he's like, he's got like, this is right, this is wrong, but he's still sort of laissez-faire about the thing. As long as you're doing basically right, it's good, and instead of like basically wrong. So basically, I mean, he just has his own opinion of what balance is. So that yes. doesn't necessarily – that just means uh, whatever sins and duties we come up with, if they don't agree – if he doesn't agree with them, that's mm-hmm. just your voice at your back of your head tempting you to sin against the crew um, okay. at, at any given moment. It doesn't necessarily mean that there is any – so I think that everybody is basically in agreement about the arbiters with the ethos yeah. of balance. Mm-hmm. Um now, uh, do you guys want um, – the, uh, the symbol conversation can wait. That does not need to be decided. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the sort of thing we can workshop and have suggestions for as time goes on. But some very obvious candidates are like the yin and yang symbol like we talked about, the scales of justice. Um, uh, half smiling, half frowning face. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's not do that one. But yeah, I mean that's an option too. Uh, the uh, yes. um, salt and pepper mixed together. Whoa. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm not hearing anybody call it like I really want yin and yang. So I think we'll just move on, and you guys can think about the symbol mm-hmm. as we go on, because that's really just flavor. You guys will have a symbol. The symbol itself will somehow be revol- related to your ethos. So, Ethos, mm-hmm. the Arbiters, dedicated just, to just balance. Just like a, a hammer or a gavel, smashing, mm-hmm. on, smashing the unbalanced. Ooh, we um, have a unicycle. Let's take balance. Or a pogo stick. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Tightrope. Pogo stick on a unicycle. A, a pogo stick on a unicycle, yes. On a uh, tightrope. The next thing mm-hmm. we guys ha- we have to do is sins and duties. Now... In order to talk about sins and uh, duties or obligations, if you're a two-year-old and you're going to laugh every time I say duty. It's so hard not to. It's so hard not to. Maybe even sacraments. Ooh, that's a much better word. <laughs> Sack. Sack. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, we will turn it dirty. Whatever Obligation. Nobgation. Obligation. Gay. Gation. Gay. God damn it. Uh, sins and the other thing. Thing. Your mother's thing? No, you made it not fun anymore. It's forever. So. Fuck this game. I'm out of here. 
Uh, in order to talk about this, we need to talk about benefits and punishments. Okay. Um, Death. Now, one of the basic things you've, you've already gotten for making an ethos is special powers. Um, they aren't necessarily manifestations. They're not necessarily ceremonies. They're just special powers. Think of them almost like um, the spells that a cleric gets in a D&D game, the things that specifically flow through him from his god. Um, how powerful those are and how many benefits are open and available to you uh, are determined by the number of sins and sacraments, duties, obligations that you have. For every sin and, and, and uh, duty that you have, for every two of those, uh, you gain access to an additional possible benefit and the powers you get from your ethos are stronger. Um, so the more laws we abide by, the, the more powerful we More power we it's get. Exactly. From, exactly. Yeah. So the more things that constrain you, the more power flows into you from your ethos. There are some other things that are going to modify the power of your ethos. The longer it exists, the more powerful it will become. There's going to be a mechanic in the game that allows you guys to grow the ethos and modify it with its own special pool of experience points as the game goes on. Mm. Um, uh, modify things like the deities that you may or may not come into contact with through your ethos, the uh, supernatural entities that speak to you, the way that your powers happen. You'll be able to design your own special powers that come out of the ethos with experience points. Um, I straight up have a question for Ray right now. Yes. What did you... I no. mean, you had something in mind when you, when you wanted to create a career, right? This way, sort us out. No. In game. Uh, in game, oh. I mean. Um, what do you mean something in Like, mind? well, did you want a particular power to deal with this guy? Is that why you wanted to create a crew? No. Just no, specifically, to... he's just trying to help you guys survive this guy. And if yeah. you can stop him, that's great. But um, to, speak for, to speak on beha Ray's behalf, um, basically, he knew that there was an evil senator kicking about, and... All of these novice sin eaters um, around are, you know, potential allies of this guy. If he gets to them first, if he influences them, or maybe they'll just get in the way, or maybe they'll just get killed because they don't understand their powers enough. So he happened to know about you guys and happened to know about the bad guy, okay. and it became it became like I should just help these guys. So when's the Shyamalan twist kicking in where we find out Steve's actually the bad guy? Uh, never. How dare you Damn. ruin the entire plot of the game? <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. I'd be dumb. okay. He says he starts furiously erasing <laughs> he's, everything he's written down for the past three months. <laughs> oh, we lost Steve. Um, for a moment. Oh. Uh, so we will. In this moment. Life All right, so uh, brainstorm, want to brainstorm while we're here? Want to brainstorm? Rule, rule number 29. Before getting in on with the green chick, make sure she's supposed to be that color. <laughs> Where are you getting these rules from? He's, He's just making, making them up. That's what Graham does, man. Making them up. Okay. Dang it, now I got a friggin'. Um, well, I, I liked uh, 27. If Richard is performing badly, it doesn't mean we need to water him. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Welcome back. Thanks. Apparently, uh, with Windows 10, the Edge browser takes up 
I guess as a memory leak, it just okay, like first of all, why are you using Edge? Huh? Because actually, it's really good. Other than the memory, it's really leak. good compared to dental surgery. Uh, no, it's actually really good. But as is, other than like not having guys, I have right, to balance this out. Uh, we have to get back to being on. Um, all right, so up, sins oh and sacraments. Now. <laughs> These should largely be based on the ethos of balance. Sick, so man. for the most part, if it has nothing to do with balance, then maybe it shouldn't be... Um, <laughs> when you kill someone, you need to give birth to a baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have to donate sperm every time you murder yes. someone. One life for one death. Um, so, and every pair of these, and if you wanted, you could have two sins. Like, if you think of all you can think of is sins as opposed to things you have to do. Now, and, and keep that in mind. Sins are things you can't do. Duties are things that you are obligated to do. Like, like if, we say, if we say a duty that we have to do it? Basically. Uh, so, like, some duties of... As an example, Everybody duties. In, in Christianity, <laughs> it's a duty that you, you uh, confess your sins to a priest every That's once in a while. Not. That is actually true. I was raised in that religion. I, I, I concur. It's a yep. duty to also take the body and blood of Christ into your body. Now. It's called communion. And you can't that's not confession. God. That's the Eucharist. I know, but I'm saying confession is also Ugh. a duty. Ugh. You Ugh. can't go to heaven if you've never confessed your sins, Steve. It is a duty. Yeah, you do it once. That's yeah, but you have to you die it. in the movie. Yeah, you, like... On your deathbed, yeah. The economic way is to do it on your deathbed, but the reason you go to periodic confession is because you might get hit by a bus tomorrow and is not have time. because the priest has a tape recorder and they're collecting blackmail. <laughs> exactly, for the Illuminati. Yes. Um, uh, they are the Illuminati. Illuminati. Uh, All right, so sins and duties. Things you have to do, things you can't do. Now, what sorts of things... Um, are sins to balance? What sorts of things are duties to balance? Well, the, fir the first thing, I guess, the, uh, the most obvious sin to balance would be to do something that would change everything. Like, if we go, like, super high level, you know, don't affect the world with your presence too much or something? I don't know. Um, I sort of see what you're going with there. Don't radically change the status quo of the world. Yeah. 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 Um, like don't you know, you know, if like there's don't a button start terraforming to, just because you can. If there's don't a button, upset. yeah. If yeah. there's a button to to blow up the world, or blow up a Talk town with a nuke, so that you can live in a fucking tower, don't don't do it. So yeah, right. I, I'm. <laughs> that's that's deep. That's you know that's what deep. I would like, do yeah. it and just suffer a, a single sin, <clears throat> so I can live in a tower of a blue. Be like, oh, oh, you. I'm in my tower, bitches. I push the button. Yeah. All right. Forever I'm playing at home. I was mentioning the Megaton explosion yeah. in Fallout Three. Meg in case anyone was wondering. So. Mm -hmm. So you I have a save. I have a save file where it's like right before the explosion happens, and whenever I'm having a bad day, I load up Fallout Three and that save file and blow the fucking shit out of that town. <laughs> oh no, I always blow it up, man. It's a shithole, but that's besides Why? the point. It's a shithole, but it's a nice shithole. You gotta live. You gotta live in a nice town, man. All right, so um, a that's a, a so some of the drafts of this sin, and you guys would draft the um, language to be to your liking. So let's workshop this a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, don't upset the balance between the supernatural world and the mortal world. Right. Yeah. Like, um, and just to be clear, that's sort of vague, which is fine because if the, if you actually breach that sin, 
the punishment will be proportional. Because okay, so, so I read that as feel vaguely guilty. If there is someone who, and, and also <laughs> I, I feel like this could also be a duty as well. Um, if we feel that someone is upsetting the mortal world from the supernatural world for gains, then we should step in. Well, even not for gains, yep. you could have so the 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 reverse of that sin. Don't upset the balance between the supernatural world and the mortal world. Is uh, you must act. Um, to redress imbalances. When, w- yeah, to you must act upon imbalances between the supernatural world and uh, you must act. Uh, you must act when. Just act act to fix imbalances between the two. I guess that would include helping ghosts move on. Yeah. There's too many ghosts are going to fuck with them. Um, balance. But on the other hand, there have always been ghosts, so you don't need to banish all the ghosts. But right. you know, but you like you're Keep maintaining them in check. you're you're yeah. keeping them in check. It's it's, it's like it's, deer season or something. You know? <laughs> it's like bleach. We become bleach. They have to go to Soul Society, and that's just how it is. What are you talking about, man? I have no idea. I've never actually seen bleach. Me neither. Spencer has. It's all that matters. Yeah, I get it. I, he's exact. So. Dave, you were looking for a show. Bleach is fine. It's actually a fine show. You get like 400 episodes out of it. Just watch the first two seasons and be done with it. I mean, whatever. Um, anyway, uh, I, it doesn't come with a five-star recommendation, but it's certainly like acceptable. Um, okay. Um, Missions don't have par. I love that. <laughs> Missions all right, so now you guys have the bare minimum. You have one sin and one sacrament. You now officially Read don't them have back to, to do us. Uh, sin, don't upset the balance between the supernatural world and the mortal world. Sacrament, you must act to address imbalances between the supernatural world and the mortal world. Okay, that works. That is pretty open-ended, too. It means that you don't necessarily have to succeed and you'll get punished. It just means you had to, to, you had to address it. You can't leave an imbalance alone. It's that simple. Right. Okay. You gotta pick. Gotta pick at the scab. So here's you here's, gotta, here's you gotta try sti- something. Here's a sticky one. What is the wording on eradicating someone's life? Eradicating someone's life? You mean <laughs> killing? Why do you must? Why do you have to use that? Eradication of life. Um, as far as I'm concerned, so if we kill them now. We kill them. Every second in the past. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, I can't really see a way that killing specifically even relates to balance. Like, you would obviously there are instances in which killing someone would fall under these other sins. Like killing someone might upset the balance That's between the supernatural yeah. world and the mortal world. And there are times when killing them would be necessary to address the imbalance between the supernatural world and the mortal world. I don't see a personally. I don't see a way in which killing specifically has to do with balance by itself it feels like killing would fall under all the un- other individual sins and sacraments that you guys might come up I w- with I want to come up with something in here that's like an alternative to killing if possible oh my god fuck them until they're good but it has nothing to do with balance <laughs> well um, I mean like true. I mean, they call it the little death in French I don't know if sex can work <laughs> so 
like um, already like the other sins and sacraments will have to address it because addressing it by itself doesn't make sense as far as balance is concerned. Killing is killing shouldn't this, be your first choice. It's going to be called Dick's law. It's just balance is is completely impartial and completely logic based and like there's no emotion. So killing by itself is just an action. How you ascribe it to balance is what matters. So you might put a sin or a sacrament that says um uh God, I can't even think of any of it anymore. Don't uh, fucking commit genocide, because well, like killing killing humans, killing humans is wrong. You know, you should only be if we do have to kill something, and they have to be supernatural or something like that. But I mean, it should, no, it should you be can your kill, first still choice. kill humans. Oh, yeah. okay. What Just if a guy's got rabies and he's trying to human bite you? Or supernatural. Uh, needless killing. You could do a sin that says needless. Yeah, yeah. no, no senseless killing. Needless killing upsets the balance. Uh, I like that one. Needless killing upsets the balance of the world. Needful killing redresses the balance. <laughs> uh, needlessly fathering children upsets. I, the balance. I'm actually gonna say I'm actually gonna take it one. I'm gonna take it one level up. I'm gonna say that your sin should be needless death upsets the world, um, and that way, oh, even point. accidentally causing a death that upsets the balance. Would um, that would that then be like when you come back to life? Someone I was going to say, does that include us? Because I'm, I'm doing pretty good on getting killed here. So. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, that probably would. I mean, even any killing sin you put in there. I mean, is it needless you. if you commit something needful from it? I think it would fall under arbitration. Ha ha! He would have to judge you accordingly. Um, yeah. Punish, but punish him with death. You're gonna kill me for killing someone. Why? Needless death upsets the balance of the world. Just okay, you, you hang the corpse. How about an opposed sacrament? Um, you guys could do things that are also sort of small scale, like uh, you must arbitrate arguments or disagreements. Um, you must offer services as an impartial uh, arbiter when appropriate. Like I, I don't think I don't think I don't think we should be dealing with the small stuff. To be honest with you. Yeah, think... but your sins and sacraments, it's not just... Like venial and mortal sins. Like, the Christianity has big sins and sacraments, but it also has day-to-day -day ones. Like, theoretically, you're supposed to wear the right clothes and eat the right food. Not that anybody follows those things, but, like, there's also your day-to-day -day stuff. Like saying you have to offer your assistance as an independent arbiter when appropriate. I mean, that's just something I'm throwing out there. You guys don't have to say yes to it, but we need... Uh, I imagine like, that you guys want to have a few more of these because you... But like, seek to spread balance by offering yourself as arbiters. Or, or, or if someone, you know, uh, specifically help, uh, ask for our help, and it's, and it's not to do something, you know, obviously evil that would upset any type of balance, like, you know, we would have to help them, something like that. Okay, what about like help the little guy against the big guy? That sort of balancing. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like, then what's to say that we aren't un unbalancing the big guy? Well, I mean, I, what I'm, I'm, what I'm saying. He's the actually big guy, saying that like one this is why becoming like, a druid requires ancient wisdom, which you guys don't have. Uh, Excuse me, <laughs> I am the wisdomest person around. I got, I'm actually going to link the, the Google document that I've been using anyway, so. Uh, you guys can follow along. Oh, can we? Yay. Yeah, if it helps you guys. Oh, God. Fucking gag me with spoon. 
<laughs> Rule 34. Even if they have blonde hair, blue eyes, and are proud of their physical perfection, vampires don't appreciate Sieg Heil. <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm actually at a loss here. I think, like, thinking about this more and more, I mean, like, it's kind of almost to the point of, like, scope. It's kind of it's kind of almost like hey if I do if I say something mean to someone else then I should say something good to someone else to make up for the no that's no that's you're not falling balance. in the pitfall of people who don't know how to play neutral I don't want to be that guy but that's not what okay, that's not what balance is it's not doing something bad and then doing something good to balance it out it's just it's just long term thinking and being like okay cool this revenant has killed five people should we stop it. Well, if we kill the Revenant, some bigger baddie will come in and kill more people. So let's let the Revenant kill a few people. Yeah, there's actually a entire, it's that kind of shit right there. There's a, yeah, exactly. This has been a classic. Steve's absolutely right. Since the dawn of D and D alignments, people have thought that pure neutral means do one good thing for every bad thing you do, and that's not what it is. There's actually like a whole like I think someone did their uh, doctoral thesis on the philosophy of what it means and to actually not to blow bands. my own horn, but I can have that shit down. And that's why isn't it, isn't it to your own shit, horn, like, not blow nope. your own horn. What? Hmm. What? Never mind. I just, I, I never heard someone say blow my own horn. I was always toot my own horn. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm sorry. In Australia, they blow their own horn. And I'm just, from there. just, just you're just balancing yourself. For I'm other balancing people. myself. For every toot you heard, I will say blow. The only reason I don't like that sacrament is because... Must, must offer yourself... As, yeah, as because perfect. I play a character who's, who doesn't like talking to people. And yeah, well, I kind of, I kind of play yeah, but you're there with the other people, so not all four of you are going to be. So if I'm riding my bike and I see a woman and a man having a fight on the side of the road, I have to be like, ah! Excuse then, me, miss. Let him put it in your butt, and in return, he's going to cook dinner for a year. And then I have to Done. walk up to them and be like, excuse me, hi, how are you going? My name uh, is Dick. Yeah. I don't like talking not, to people, was, but I have to... Well, but yeah. that's but why this is a great sacrament because they should be things that inconvenience you a little bit. But they what should about, always be things that inconvenience you. But see, but we're, there's we're a difference between a supernatural group. So this should have a supernatural flair to it. So this agrees between like humans and ghosts. How about that? Well, no, but it doesn't need like I mean, it can it can have that if you want it. So, but it oh, can so also yeah. so part of like your ethos can be purely haunted. mortal. I mean, the mercenaries did their stuff for purely mortal gain. Um, I honestly think honest, I honestly think I, I agree with uh, Steve here. It should be only between the mortal world and the. You just and... don't want to do something you don't want to do. Well, no, I mean, uh, it's, it's not so yes, much that. I don't want to be horn forced mouth. into doing stuff <laughs> I do every time I see it. Okay, okay so, so I, don't, I don't like I don't like the must offer services as an impartial arbiter because that goes it's against like everything. When you have a job and that job has responsibilities, and if you don't do them, you don't get paid. Well, then that means that by playing my character the way he is, I won't ever get any of the... So well, I... uh, wait, how... well, hold on a second, Frank. What are you talking about? How is that going to get well, in the way of your thing? offer services as an impartial arbiter. He doesn't... My guy doesn't give a shit about like, impartial arbitration. He's there about like to redress the imbalances, to fix what's right and wrong, not to let's sit down and talk this shit out. Well, right, but this is about disagreements. We're not talking – like this doesn't apply when fucking two people are in a life-or-death battle and have magical powers. This is means like if – uh, which is going to happen all the time if you guys, say, encounter two NPCs who are arguing or yourselves are arguing with an NPC. 
Like someone has the responsibility in your group to step forward and say, I'm going to be an impartial arbiter to solve this. I vote somebody else. I, I honestly vote that it should only be between mortal and Yeah, I like them. I don't I'd rather do it keep keep things tied to the supernatural as well. Yeah. Oh, like well, the, I mean the it, problem it, is you guys actually have to be inconvenienced by these things for them to give you power. I'm already gonna be so far it's like it. we're gonna be good guys and do the good guy things and even though we're being neutral guys, how are we being good guys? I mean, so some of these sins and sacraments, you're going to actually have to bite the bullet and do things you don't want to do for them to count and give you power. So, uh, okay. And so <sighs> far, I'm not seeing anything on this list that uh, inconveniences anybody, really. You must go to strip about, clubs on Thursday, on Thursday dollar taco night. How about, <laughs> Thursday dollar taco night is the epitome of balance. How about yes. fat ghosts and fat girls need love and we have to fuck both of them? You must <laughs> cure them with your junk. <laughs> Um, um, okay. All right. I guess if you're going to, if you're going to call it like that, Rick, with you have to ask, act as an arbiter. I was taking it literal arbiter. Like I'm the judge, you two, and I'm going to make you two fix this shit. But if we can go like with the arbiter thing, like you just, you act to, you must act to, I guess, arbitrate. I guess I'm having a quibble with just, you you must help settle disputes. I mean, that. you know what? Actually, you can settle it. Do the you can settle it on the point of a sword. I guess. Okay, I can. Work I mean, with that. impartial arbitration you can, also can be settle without them knowing about it. You know? Yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can okay. settle a dispute. Like, it's, if you, you don't say, have to go all Judge Judy on them, you can be smart. It's okay. so, it's gonna keep you because it still requires time. I'm judge Mosley in this bad boy. <laughs> yeah, you can be like. Oh, you're such a bitch, and you just shoot her, and it's like there you go. Like, well, you're as an impartial arbitrator, I take this guy's side. Fuck you. So, bros before hoes, and <laughs> just shoot her in the face. <laughs> I mean, if, and if you shoot in her face, you're now on the run from the law. So, yeah, okay. Tough. I mean, kinda. A little bit, a smidge. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Then. But excuse me. For what I was gonna say. I don't know. This is uh. This, I mean, this it's kind of like if we're playing characters that would never join a religion. It's kind of like that conundrum right now. Well, the, the difference is that religions may or may not be fake, and someone can be like, "I'm an atheist or an agnostic." You know that you're going to get supernatural powers for this. There's Do no... we know that? Like, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, he will tell you. He was in the crew before. All right. There's, there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, what was you your know previous that... crew then? I mean, give us an idea of what that was. Fuck you. Don't ask all. me these questions. I have no answers to. Oh, <laughs> well, I didn't know you well, didn't have I mean, an answer to. Have you ever? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've heard. I'm sure you've heard of the jets and the sharks. They would snap their fingers as they uh, slowly approached in... one another. Oh yeah. Ray's last crew was Ray. Ray, Ray was Ray, an extender version of the Encyclopedia Volume Four. Get us Chapter <laughs> Seven, please. He was he was from the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. That would be a fun crew. A post-apocalyptic. Like one of those. Like one of those. <laughs> I know what kind of. Come and play. You will, you will. You will join him in Valhalla, shining in Chrome. Yeah. So to change it. We're gonna be the Warriors now. <laughs> Dedicated to violence and know. desert and desert chrome font typefaces. 
Hey, Shane Brady. All right. So, what, what about game. substance abuse? There, are we got any, we got anything that's off the off the books? There, it's not really a balance thing. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, you could make an argument that sort of mind uh, substances are. No, 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 no. But okay, do whatever you want until it affects your until it affects your balance until it affects your personal being You're, a balanced and by person. balance you mean equilibrium so you, you can't get drunk because that messes up that also means you can't spin around a circle too fast yeah Dave, going back to the drug thing i think i think no I'm, so I'm, moderation I'm, is not balance no they're two different things is. moderation is moderation is a no, balanced state of balance you have no, to be not. constantly tipsy, otherwise you're you're breaking the law. Well, all I, everybody, slow down. everybody slow down, Steve. Uh, you got the floor. Moderation is not balance. Go. It's not balance. That's all I have to say. Are you <laughs> going to support that with anything? Uh, the definition. Sure. That means okay. three out of seven days a Avoiding week. Avoiding extremes be drunk. and excesses. That's not what balance is in the context that we're speaking of it in. Okay, but so, all right, well, then let's take a step back. If moderation is not a state of balance, then how would that affect, how would a state of balance affect chemical usage? Our, our balance is a big picture balance. Yeah. Okay, Getting so then. Getting drunk is a small picture thing. Getting yes, drunk and murdering someone? sacraments will yeah. be small picture. Yeah. Getting drunk and murdering someone's Your a lot ethos different than getting is drunk. balance is balance, period. So some of your sins and sacraments are going to be. Oh. Is well, I mean, no more getting drunk all day for this crew, as we've done <laughs> before. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like a balanced lifestyle. But the other thing, okay, the other thing with that is that with drinking, though, that's a common Sunnita thing. Like, alcohol is very important to Sunnita culture. Yeah, so enjoying moderation, yeah. like... So I, when I see it that okay, way, you can get drunk without being an alcoholic. You can I get say drunk be, weekly and not be an alcoholic. But some people can get drunk once every six months. Here's what I would say. I would say, and this is totally like removed from the game, but like mm. in real life, I would say that sobriety isn't balance and like having a problem isn't balance. So like the most and this does kind of fall into that neutral that neutral trap. But I feel like the most balanced person is a person who does imbibe in things and try things but does every drug equally it. but doesn't use dirty needles <laughs> um you, you just I, have I don't to know it's all, a bit of a all the drugs it is a bit of a high-end philosophical question but i guess that doesn't convenience us so yeah that's fine especially right and we're not a bun, I mean, not right, Richard. anyway so yeah and, and yeah and it kind of makes sense that the arbiters would be a little bit of uh, they have a little bit of a stick up uh, their butt compared to say the bon vivant crew because we have to be impartial how can you right. be impartial when you're trashed <laughs> when you're trashed well i mean you know <laughs> one, one must know evil to sit in judgment of it that's my that's gonna be my excuse <laughs> i mean that's a valid point i think yeah and i totally quoted jim carrey and in living color for it which oh, makes wow. it double valid. Yeah, I think you actually minus 10 XP for that. That's plus 80 XP. Fuck you, and Living Color was the shit. <laughs> Best thing ever. I wanted to be a fly girl when I grew up. I didn't well, know what I was talking about. I believe in you. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Yeah. All right, you need one more sin or one more sacrament to move into the next sort of tier. Still a sacrament. We have to keep in balance and have three of each. How do how do exactly. we feel about making decisions uh, that aren't educated? What? Um, oh, okay. Now you mean like 
investigating investigating like um, we should never make a decision on anything without first investigating all possible angles there's there's some sort of language that you're looking for there something yeah. like don't make uh, don't make uninformed arbitrations yeah, something or like that or don't make a rash decision an uninformed arbitra- or like an uh, yeah a rash decision Get is Vulcan, to yeah. scratch or not to scratch it's <laughs> a rash decision yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of makes sense for this. I'll show my crew. Out I mean, now. considering that we have someone in our group who made a rest decision and then literally died because of it. Hey, hey, hey! I was trying to climb out the and window. And then we, and then we had another person make a rash decision and blow up a building. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of a thing that happens to us. So <laughs> I don't. Well, okay. it happens. Okay, it happens because you guys are new. Experience. Yes, and this will, yeah, I, understandably, but at this point in time, it also makes sense to put it in the crew. I, I can actually see that. I, but I mean, what worries me is that I know I'm like, that's just enough, that's just annoying enough for my character that that'll fit. But what is that going to affect? Like, you've got it, like, the, the fuse is burning. Should we think about disarming it first or what? Um, so. well, so the way that it, again this sort of falls under it is a there is a sort of sentience i.e. me behind whether or not you get punished. Or, sentience might be a strong word, but uh, <laughs> oh, I now see why you made this fucking game because you wanted us to treat you like a god. Oh my god, guys! <laughs> oh, hi, Dave. Welcome to page one. Uh, five weeks ago, it all makes fucking sense. Every GM is a god in their game. Um, uh, they could also be a god. The point is, I'm actually the one who decides whether or not you you get punished or booned for something. So, and the, in character, what's happening is there is a sentient, there is a sentience to the force of your ethos that judges you. So it's not, it's not like a literal robot that punishes you every single time you vaguely <laughs> fall within the means of your sins. <laughs> Um, sin detected. <laughs> sin detected. Oh, I swear, I swear. Ah, oh, balls. Put, put a dollar in the sin jar. <laughs> put one plasm in the sin bucket. Do it now. Um, okay. Forever hold your peace. Yeah, no, I, I'm okay with that so, one. That, 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 I that think the language could, enough be, to be perfect. could be better here. Something like you must... Strive to inform yourselves as best as possible. Strive to I have, feel like using strong to have all words like "must" is an imbalance. So you must strive. That's an imbalance. <laughs> you should really think about auditing too. Yeah, you should. Uh, you shouldn't maybe, kind of, if you want. But, but strive. Don't. Strive is mitigating on must. Ooh, you must should, strive as opposed start, to you must. I feel you should. I feel you might want to do X and such. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you how I but feel. I feel personally that this would be a better thing if you were to do that. <laughs> I'm not saying your thing is wrong. I'm just saying I feel like this is the but better thing. I'm definitely thing. not saying it's correct. <laughs> so we become a bunch of fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rule um, number 40. Distracting the bad guy does not mean shoot him in the appendix. <laughs> but it's not necessary. He might not die. Actually, it would require a really good shot, though. So who knows? Or just a big shotgun. Well, I, I liked 39. Before resorting to burlesque, we will explore at least one other option on how to sneak past the security camera. 
Um, no, I'm just gonna. I feel like if Graham was making a query, it would just be like very specific things that never would come up more than like yeah. once, <laughs> yeah, ever. But he has like a hundred of them, so it still counts. Yeah, and you would get the best benefits ever. Yeah. I like 38. The villain probably won't respond to a jury summons. Yeah, <laughs> unless there's a free mode. Uh, actually. Come to think of it, if the if the villain is on his own jury, that would be a great reason to show up to the summons. Hung trial every time. It's a mistrial. I'm gonna watch all the Mad Max movies this weekend. Um, all right. So at this point, you guys have three sins and three sacraments. You know your ethos, and you have your. We're all sort of on the same page. Now, uh, I don't like any of this. Ugh. Can we can we add can we add a sin another sin? Like maybe. Oh my god! You can't be named Ray. Killing should be the last option. No. No, we've already been over this. I feel like that's it's on the list. It's where, on the list. Where is it on the list? Try to make needless killing a, a thing. It's not going to become a thing. It's on the list already. We had this whole conversation not even ten minutes ago, Dave. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, Dave, I, I will fucking drive up there and strangle you. Oh my god. Guys, I'm thinking that my character is um mentally unbalanced. To find balance, he must torture and murder people. Now listen, um, okay. I feel like I, my oh, character <laughs> supports your balance and will help you. I feel like this is quickly spinning out of control. <laughs> I um, feel like you're telling us what we feel and I feel like that's wrong. Here's I what I'm to gonna say. <laughs> we I feel like done, talking about feelings is a trigger. We for have me, done anyways. everything that we <laughs> I feel you be Oh, uh, it's kind of. I could. I could hear Rhett grinding his teeth right now. Kinda... <laughs> I know. I go to sleep to that sound. It's great. <laughs> we, um, we've done everything that we necessarily need to do on stream. Like this is. This has been recorded. We can put it. Up. Don't try to take us off the air. And what about benefits and punishments? Like what so. Are those, so benefits and punishments. Benefits and benefits. Um, so. Uh, all of the special powers that you guys get, your list of benefits and your list of possible punishments are things that uh, you guys will f- discover on Saturday, i.e. it gives me time to flavor them to the thing you t- t- chose. At least uh, give us a teaser. Oh, my God. oh, wait. What what did we use uh, Roll20 for except to draw a dick butt on? Uh, the purpose of Roll20 was to draw symbols. Oh, Roll20 was to keep us distracted so we would make your, dumb jokes uh, and it didn't work. <laughs> Uh, for your thing, <laughs> and that none of you did, and that's fine. But because like, I can't draw with a mouse. Well, you know what? A pencil, like a man. I can't draw with a pencil, pen, anything. Well, good. We're all retarded. You know, you just need to do an approximation. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. I well, I think we're all a little tired now. There's no. This isn't sentence. Uh, I'm not tired. Are you tired? We're, none of this is set in stone. Um, the point is that we we sort of went through the process. We're all on the same page. We did it together. Uh, the individual words of some of these sins and sacraments can still be edited and changed as we approach Saturday, like using the document in our free time, everybody. Um, we could even add more sins and sacraments. And we can keep going right now if you want. But I'm merely saying that at this point, we have done everything that we need to do together um, and some of the editing and the finer details can be added as we go. Uh, and uh, sort of the rewards that you guys have, have gained for yourself will be uh, on Saturday, we'll open 
regardless of who's here because we don't need you here. We'll open with the description of how you guys performed the ceremony and the sort of immediate results that happened afterwards. Um, and uh, it'll be great. It'll be really exciting. And then we'll go straight into all these hooks that we have. We'll choose a hook. We'll play it. It'll be awesome. It doesn't sound like today that anybody has a conflict on Saturday. Uh, okay. But I'm sure that somebody's appendix will burst or something. Actually, I really hope that doesn't <laughs> I feel, happen. I feel mine's bursting right now. Uh, appendix is there no joke. Please, mine's everyone, if you laughter. feel pain in the lower right part of your abdomen that is excessive and more than usual, don't put it off. First, remove the thumbtack from the spot. And if the pain doesn't go away, maybe get it looked at. If you have a you knife currently inside of your body and that is also... You can actually deflate your own appendix, outside. guys, in case you yeah. didn't know that. All you need is a butcher's knife and some rubbing alcohol. Just shove a pen in there. And a healthy disdain for your own mortality. That sounds like a, a Saturday evening. Oh my god. You guys are a lot more coherent on Saturday. It's kind of surprising. It's almost like it's a Saturday morning when we play and it's night after everybody was at work right yeah. now. It's Is almost it like I didn't go to work like at six in the morning today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey guys, thank you very much for watching this shit show. If you did, thank you very much. Um, I take, we, a, I take a This actually words. wasn't a proper game. We were putting together a crew, it's and proper, you know what? I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how crews work. I, I guess I have to see the bonuses of doing this. I mean, like, if religion gave people superpowers, you fucking bet your bottom dollar would probably be re religious. So. But it does, Dave. It oh. does. You have to have faith. It gives faith superpowers. Faith moves you to die. Faith. Yeah. <laughs> we get there on Saturday, and Rekuj is just basically like, hey, guys, so your, your faith is rewarded. Uh, you feel great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You feel Good really job. empowered. You win. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, you feel guys. morally superior to everyone around you. No, oh, awesome. You must tell them how superior you are with pamphlets. You're a big, beautiful woman that don't need no man. <laughs> that's where I am right now. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, thank you very much. Um, I will continue my stream after this, but uh, for the rest of these fine feathered people, it's time for them to go home and drink more I'm alcohol. I'm slugged, and you're just discriminating. I'm always discriminating against you, Ray. Just you, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's how I know he really likes it. So, yeah, uh, make sure... the other side of love? Make sure you join us Saturday for when we actually continue playing Cine The exciting Rio. conclusion of... Oh, finally! Sorry. Should Cine we... Cine. Should we... Should there be, like, a handshake or, like, a fucking, like, a tattoo? So, oh, so uh, we all gave a circle and pulled each other. Uh, so that'll be something that we can talk about over the next couple Daisy of Daisy chain. Days. And I Is encourage... that what that's called? <laughs> yes. I, encourage... I was like, I told a friend it was Devil's Triangle, but... Uh, <laughs> no, Devil's Triangle is apparently the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, uh, okay, yes. so uh, I encourage oh uh, Frank. <laughs> and uh, Frank, you're the one who typically doesn't get online during the weekday. <laughs> uh, but if oh, you could... You, um, Daisy chain is from women. Excuse me, I've only missed out. yesterday. Uh, that's. I encourage everybody to check the group chat over the next two days and continue to talk about this um, crew. Uh, one oh, of the things you could do is when you decide upon your symbol, uh, you could get a supernatural benefit for having it tattooed on your body. 
Um, <laughs> but it's got to be the tramp stamp. So <laughs> it's, the, it's the most balanced body. It has to be around your belly button. <laughs> <laughs> that is the center of the human being. The most the belly balanced shock. part. Yep. Oh you my god. Steve needs to apparently go like We like uh, to have fun here. Yeah. What? No, we don't. We just we despise it. Yeah, we like to have fun. So guys, I'll be playing some games after this, but You're gonna yeah. be playing Metal Gear Solid, right? Yeah, of course. Of course you are. Everybody should stay for Metal Gear Solid five, the Phantom Poop in your butt. The Phantom Thingma right? Bobber. Back and forth forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you saw I that mean, fucking thing too? Oh, yeah. Everyone's seen that. Maybe you watch that scene 15 fucking times. <laughs> but, like, I mean, it makes sense, right? Anyways, no, I'm going to end this, this fucking shit show. Thank you very much for watching. <laughs> I'll be back in a moment, but. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Good night, everybody. Bye. Later. Don't forget to write.